to Your Move Atlanta right here on 640 WGST. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords all throughout Metro Atlanta make the best decisions when buying, selling, or investing. My family's been in real estate for 32 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate. Best way to reach us during the show, or any time for that matter, is yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com, yourmoveatlanta.com. The sponsor of this segment is O'Kelly & Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880, 770-497-1880. Alfie, we have got a segment full of listener questions, so we better jump right in, huh? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, this is from Teresa in Alpharetta. She's writing in the same. We're buying a new home. Why do we have to use a, the builder's contract paperwork? Are we being scammed? Um, so, Teresa, uh, technically you have to use the builder's contract more than likely because the builder won't sell you the house if you <laughs> don't agree to the builder's paperwork. So the Georgia Association of Realtors uh, produces new construction purchase and sale agreements that can be used for new construction sales. The Georgia market, Teresa, has gone from being a local or a regional builder market where a lot of the builders were headquartered here to being more of a national builder market. So most of the companies building in Metro Atlanta, uh, they certainly have offices in Metro Atlanta, but they're generally not headquartered here. So a lot of the people, a lot of the companies who build in Atlanta today, uh, you had not heard of them before in Atlanta before 2008. So these are big, big companies based out of Chicago or New York or wherever, and they have attorneys and the attorney have decided this is the paperwork that we need to use. I'll tell you, Teresa, that the paperwork is very one-sided. So it's going to give lots and lots of protections to the builder, and it's not going to give a whole lot of protections to you. My what, a, what a shock. Yeah. My suggestion is um, that it, sometimes it doesn't matter. The builder's not trying to get your earnest money, I will tell you. They want to build you a house. Uh, their, their goal is to build you the best house they possibly can. We had a home inspector on uh, last week's show who says you probably still need to hire an inspector and go behind the builder, and it's not because the builder is intentionally, I think, trying to cheat you. It's because the builder is, um, uh, they have a hard time getting the best labor in the world and they're just a little sloppy. Uh, but go through the contract with your real estate agent. If you don't have a real estate agent, I'd be happy to help you myself and highlight all of the issues that are very one-sided uh, because the builder will typically have the right to terminate uh, and just give you $1,000 plus your earnest money. Uh, they'll have the right to extend closing day. They'll have the right to make some sub substitutions of, uh, I had one customer one time that a builder was trying to put a different stone on the front of the house, Alfie. Now, it turns out I had a relationship with the builder for years and years, so we were able to get that straight, and they put the, the stone on the front of the house that the buyer wanted. Uh, but it'll be a very one-sided thing. Long story short, if it's from a big builder and you want to buy the house, 
uh, Teresa, you're going to have to sign the paperwork, and you're going to have to sign it without making any any material or significant changes uh, to the paperwork because more than likely the builder's attorney won't let them sign off on the agreement if you've made any changes. So I totally, totally hate that for you. If you have any questions or need more information, just go to Your Move Atlanta, Teresa, and I'll be happy to answer additional questions for you. Uh, I am fairly familiar with most of the big builder's paperwork in Metro Atlanta, uh, so I could probably go through with you and, and tell you the things you need to be aware of with my eyes closed because I've seen it uh, so many times. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on 640 WGST. I'm Cleve Gaddis, joined in the studio by my man Alfred Romero, and we're answering listener questions during the third segment of this show. That's right, Cleve. We've got Justin from Peachtree Corners who's writing in and says, should we have our home tested for radon before we list? Huh. So I was thinking that that question was going to be, should I have a home tested for radon before I buy? And and that answer um, would be yes. So Alfie, I never like to buy anything, especially where my kids are going to live. And you know my kids are grown yep. and out mm-hmm. of the house, uh, where there's a chance there could be radon gas. For those of you who are listening who don't have any idea what radon is, uh, radon is a, a carcinogenic gas. They say it's the second leading cause of cancer. I have no way of knowing that's true or not. That's what the EPA says. Right. Um, and it comes when uh, granite or rock deteriorates underground. So it gets really – it's funny when you think about, like, Stone Mountain is continuing to deteriorate, to deteriorate underground. But it releases gas, and the gas gets in your home, and they say that gas causes cancer. Um, Justin, I probably would not test my home for radon prior to listing the home. Because I will tell you 50% of the time or 60% of the time, the home buyer won't test for radon. And so I hate to say it, but but why cause a problem for yourself? I mean, certainly the buyer has a right to inspect, and you don't want to inspect it and have it have radon and then not tell them about it. So if I were listing, I probably would not inspect the home for radon. If, on the other hand, you are buying a home, I would 100% test a home for radon in Metro Atlanta. Uh, there are three zones for occurrence of radon. Uh, zone one is the has the highest possibility of occurrence for radon, which is like 40% uh, or something like that in the homes tested. And Atlanta, uh, especially DeKalb, Gwinnett, and Fulton counties, I think, are all in zone one, which means they have the highest um, uh, propensity for radon uh, throughout the east coast of the United States. If you just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta on 640 WGST. I'm Cleve Gaddis. Joined in the studio by Alfie Romero, and we're answering listener questions. Well, actually, oh, no. no, we have a testimonial. Okay, great, 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 great. Yes, this one's from Myrna in Stone Mountain. Okay. Who writes in and said, Cleve Gaddis and staff are always very responsive to any question or concern I had regarding the home selling process. They truly provided a one-stop shop experience, which provided a peace of mind throughout the process. I especially recommend uh, recommended their service dues, uh, services to any out-of-state seller. That is so interesting, and thank you so much. I appreciate you digging that up, Alfie, out of the mailbag, if you will. So she, I just went over to Michelle's desk and got she, it. She, she had relocated to St. Louis, oh, and cool. so she had an offer from an iBuyer. I don't remember which one it was. And we determined that by doing a few little things to the house, not spending a lot of money, that we could get her, I think in her case, ten dollars or $12,000 more. Home was in Stone Mountain. And um, she never came back to Atlanta, Alfie. Not once. She did come back to get furniture, but she was not even here 
It wasn't like she had to be. Yeah, she, it wasn't like she had to be here for the process. That's of right. The home. So we used put her in what's called our long distance listing program. We're one of the few people in Metro Atlanta that does that. And so we do everything we need to, Alfie, when you're out of town as a seller, to make it the same as if you're here as the seller. So we use a lot of technology. We use FaceTime. Uh, we use Zoom meetings so we can see one another and talk about things. We send somebody out to inspect the property every single week and send you a progress report of what's happening with your property. So if you're thinking of listing your home in the next nine. 90 days and you are not going to be in town, then reach out to us by going to Your Move Atlanta. Uh, click on the contact us form and just say you want a long distance listing program and we can absolutely positively hook you up with that. Alfie, we've got about a minute and a half. Do we have time for a another listener question? Yes, real quick. Uh, yes. Ben and Grayson writes in and says, can I sell a refrigerator with my home? It's worth $700. So the answer is yes, you can sell your refrigerator with your home. The fact that Ben mentioned the refrigerator is worth $700, I will tell you, could be a little bit problematic. And what I mean by that is in negotiations, sometimes the first to speak loses. And so if you say to the buyer you want to sell your refrigerator for $700, then Alfie, how much do you think the, value, the buyer is going to think that refrigerator is worth? Probably less than that. Zero. Like zero. Yeah. Like if you think it has value, then the, then the buyer is going to think uh, it's worth nothing. So we recommend to our sellers that you don't include the refrigerator or the personal property on the seller's disclosure and that you negotiate that after the fact. Because if, for example, a buyer came in and asked you for some repairs and you said, hey, uh, we don't have the ability to make the repairs, but but we can leave the refrigerator behind if you'd like. We were planning to take it, to, take it with us to our new home or St. Louis or wherever. Then uh, sometimes the buyers will agree. So yes, you can sell your refrigerator with your home. I do have a tip for you, and that is you do not want the refrigerator to be recognized as any value in the purchase agreement. So if it says we're going to sell the refrigerator for $700, the mortgage company is going to reject that because the mortgage company does not want to finance a refrigerator for $700 <laughs> for 30 years. So you need to show it represents no value. Alfie and I got to take a quick break. When we come back, DeFore's Place in the city of Atlanta is featured in our Neighborhood Scouting Report. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 